Epistle at Mass today, 1 Corinthians. Now these things were done in a figure of us, that we should not covet evil things, as they also coveted. Neither become ye idolaters, as some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Idolatry. You can commit that by worshiping a Pachamama, or you can commit it by centering your life on anything other than God. As it says there, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play, and the heck with God. That's idolatry, when you live for the world and not God. Neither let us commit fornication, sexual sin, as some of them that committed fornication, and there fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Those sixth and ninth commandment sins take a lot of folks away. They will entrap you and keep you a slave to mortal sin. You want to be pure? You've got to stay close to Our Lady. She'll obtain for you the graces. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them tempted and perished by the serpent. Neither do you murmur, or some, as some of them murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happen to them in a figure. They are written for our correction, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore he that thinketh himself to stand, let him take heed, lest he fall. Let no temptation take hold on you, but such as is human. And God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able but will make also with the temptation issue that you may be able to bear it. Gospel, Luke 19. And when Jesus drew near, seeing the city, he wept over it, saying, If thou also had known, and that in this day the things that are to thy peace, but now they are hidden from thy eyes. For the day shall come upon thee, and thy enemies shall cast a trench about thee, encompass thee around, and straighten thee on every side, and beat thee flat to the ground, and thy children who are in thee. And they shall not leave in thee a stone upon a stone, because thou hast not known the time of thy visitation. And entering into the temple, Jesus began to cast out them that sold therein, and them that bought saying to them, It is written, My house is the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching daily in the temple. And the chief priests and the scribes and the rulers and the people sought to destroy him. St. Pius X today in his catechism is going to finish up the first article of the creed. The first article of the creed is, I believe in God, the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth. It's got 20 questions here. Which is the noblest creature God has placed on earth? The noblest creature that God has placed on earth is man. What is man? Man is a rational creature composed of body and soul. What is the soul? The soul is the noblest part of man because it is a spiritual substance endowed with intelligence and will capable of knowing God and of possessing Him for all eternity.
Can a human soul be seen and touched? Our soul can neither be seen nor touched because it is a spirit. Does the human soul die with the body? The human soul never dies. Faith and our very reason prove that it is immortal. Is man free in his actions? Yes, man is free in his actions, and each one feels within himself that he can do a thing or leave it undone, or do one thing rather than another. Explain human liberty by an example. If I voluntarily tell a lie, I know that I could have left it unsaid, or that I could have remained silent, and on the other hand, I could also speak differently and tell the truth. Why do we say that man was created to the image and the likeness of God? Because the human soul is spiritual and rational, free in its operations, capable of knowing and loving God and of enjoying Him forever. Perfections which reflect a ray of the infinite greatness of the Lord in us. These answers make great meditations. This is a meditation book, not just a catechism. In what state did God place our first parents, Adam and Eve? God placed our first parents, Adam and Eve, in the state of innocence and grace. But they soon fell away by sin. Besides innocence and sanctifying grace, did God confer any other gifts on our first parents? Yes, these were the perfect, they were integrity, that is, the perfect subjection of the sense and reason. Immortality, immunity from all pain and sorrow, a knowledge in keeping with their state. What was the nature of Adam's sin? Adam's sin was a sin of pride and of grave disobedience. What chastisement was meted out to the sin of Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve lost grace, lost the grace of God and the right they had to heaven. They were driven out of the earthly paradise, subjected to many miseries of soul and body, and condemned to death. If Adam and Eve had not sinned, would they have been exempt from death? They would, after a happy and tranquil sojourn here on earth, without dying, have been transferred by God into heaven to enjoy a life of unending glory. Were these gifts due to man? These gifts were in no way due to man, but were absolute, gratuitous, and supernatural. And hence, when Adam disobeyed the divine command, God could without any justice deprive both Adam and his prosperity of them. Is this sin proper to Adam alone? This sin is not Adam's sin alone, but it also is our sin, though in a different sense. It is Adam's sin because he committed it by an act of his will, and hence with him it was a personal sin. It is our sin also because Adam, having committed it in, in his capacity as the head and the source of the human race, it was transmitted by natural generation to all his descendants, and hence... In us, it is original sin. 
How is it possible for original sin to be transmitted to all men? Original sin is transmitted to all men because God, having conferred sanctifying grace and other supernatural gifts on the human race in Adam, on the condition that Adam should not disobey, and Adam, having disobeyed as head and father of the human race, rendered human nature rebellious against God. And hence, human nature is transmitted to all the descendants of Adam in a state of rebellion against God and deprived of divine grace and other gifts. Do all men contract original sin? Yes, with the exception of the Blessed Virgin, who is preserved from it by a singular privilege of God, in view of the merits of Jesus our Savior. Could not men be saved after Adam's sin? After Adam's sin, men could not be saved if God had not shown mercy towards them. What was the mercy shown by God to the human race? It was that of immediately promising Adam a divine Redeemer, or Messiah, and of sending this Messiah in his own good time to free men from the slavery of sin and of the devil. And the final one, who is the promised Messiah? Jesus. And that leads us into the second article of Creed. We'll start tomorrow.